0: Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to our latest talk. And this is going to be on metastatic disease to the pancreas, the increased role of CT in detection and management. And as we know, we spend lots of effort looking at pancreatic masses, but usually we're talking about primary masses, whether it's adenocarcinoma or neuroendocrine tumors or cystic pancreatic lesions. Metastases are something we typically don't speak about. But when you look at autopsy series, you can see them at up to 11% in patients with advanced malignancies. The fact is, as patients are living longer due to better chemotherapies, it's not going to be surprising for us to see more cases of metastatic disease to the pancreas. In clinical series, pancreatic metastases make up far less than 5% of all pancreatic malignancies. The diagnosis of metastasis of the pancreas has important clinical implications compared to a primary pancreatic tumor from a treatment and survival perspective. So for example, metastatic renal cell carcinoma looks like a neuroendocrine tumor, metastatic renal cell you resect, the patient will do fine. Metastasis of the pancreas can be detected at initial staging or on routine follow-up studies. If you had to ask the question, what are the most common organs metastatic to pancreas? Renal always wins then breast or lung depending on the series, colorectal, melanoma, and leiomyosarcoma. And if you look at the number, 70% are renal cell, up to 7% breast, 6% lung, 5.5% colon, and 2.7% melanoma. Several articles, this article by Palmowski, in 22 patients, 29 METs were found. The METs were mainly from renal cell, colon, or other malignancies. The metastases differ not in size or location, but in their contrast characteristics. And what happens are, in that series, renal cells are typically very, very vascular. An article by Tan, a pictorial essay illustrates the imaging appearance of a wide variety of meds to the pancreas. Key clinical and radiologic features, lesion distribution, non-contrast imaging appearance, enhancement pattern, and pattern of spread may aid in differentiation of primary from secondary tumors. Now, I will say it's not always easy saying something's a metastatic lesion because often it looks the same. Um, But there are sometimes things that can help you. This article by Chow recently On uh, CT, pancreatic mets from renal cell were frequently multifocal, located at the center of the gland, usually homogeneous and well-defined with early wash-in and persistent enhancement. Non-renal cell mets tended to be solitary, located off-center, and appeared as heterogeneous, ill-defined nodules with persistent low attenuation. I think the part that I surely will agree with is that the renal cells are very vascular and multiple, and it's rare to get multifocal neuroendocrine tumors, which would be the number one diagnosis. Also the fact usually, we'll talk about this, but with renal cell metastatic to pancreas, it's 10 to 15 years after initial diagnosis. It's really, if if ever, at presentation. Ahmed, Pam Johnson, Ralph Rubin wrote this article with me. Pancreatic mets are rare and account for only 2 to 5% of all malignancies of the pancreas. Nevertheless, the pancreas is occasionally a f- favorite site for mets with advanced neoplastic disease. CT plays a pivotal role in characterizing these tumors, and given the significant differences in prognosis and treatment, it is crucial to differentiate primary and secondary pancreatic lesions. Now, in looking at pancreatic mets, the majority is still going to be solitary. Others are multiple, particularly renal cell, and others are diffusely infiltrative. When you look at metastasis versus a primary tumor, there's some signs that can be helpful, but it's kind of tough. Most METs have some enhancement compared to adenocarcinoma, which is typically hyperdense. Adenosia um, so is hypodense, right? But so are many METs, except for a renal cell. Vascular invasion is less common with METs. I don't know how that helps all that much. And most cases of METs are silent. Well, if you're following up a cancer of the pancreas uh, and you see another mass, it's a recurrent tumor. If you're following up a lung cancer and you see a mass of the pancreas, you're probably thinking about metastatic disease. So here's a good example, 35-year-old male. There's a mass in the neck of the pancreas, very clearly seen. Pancreatic duct is dilated. The gland is atrophic. You would say, this is good for pancreatic adenocarcinoma. Well this was a very unusual case. This was a metastatic myxoid liposarcoma of the prostate diagnosed a number of years earlier. Pancreatic mass was detected on routine follow-up in 2010 and Whipple's was then done. Or this example, this patient has breast cancer. You see dilated pancreatic duct and you see what looks like increased density of a mask. Now you might think even about a neuroendocrine tumor, but pancreas can metastasize or get metastasis from breast, it's a possibility. I think it would be a hard call in this case. You still might think of an atypical adenocarcinoma, neuroendocrine tumor, but METS would be in the ballpark, but I have to admit it looks like a primary pancreatic cancer. Transition point, dilated duct, that's indeed how I would have read it. So sometimes you're gonna reach that diagnosis of metastasis only after the pathologist tells you, because to me, this looks like a primary carcinoma. Another example, metastatic melanoma, very subtle lesion in the head of the pancreas seen there and there on these early phase images. And when you go to coronals, I think you see it a little bit better. The lesion is low density and cystic, and this was metastatic melanoma. Another example, renal cell. As I mentioned, they're unique. Hypervascular, multiple lesions, and usually it's a decade after presentation. Other articles, 6.5 to 12 years. Longest interval for original diagnosis was 32 years. And it may be associated, but in my experience, is not associated with other sites of disease. Here's an example. Look at the tail of the pancreas. This patient has a right nephrectomy. See the surgical clips. There's the lesion in the tail of the pancreas. Now, anybody else, I would say there's an obvious neuroendocrine tumor, but you show, me a neuroendocr- you show me a vascular lesion looks neuroendocrine, and you show me an absent kidney, I'm telling you metastatic renal cell carcinoma. And just a beautiful example. And so if you're looking for METs, there they are. Another example, dominant mass in the lateral aspect tail of pancreas, there's another four millimeter lesion in the body of the pancreas. And you can see the importance of narrow windows to be able to see this. You also can see the importance of MIP imaging in helping you locate lesions. Another patient, renal cell routine follow-up. Look at that vascular lesion, almost 3CM in the junction of body and tail of the pancreas, classic metastatic renal cell carcinoma to pancreas. And there it is, a couple other images. You see the vascularity. But look what happens on venous phase. Look how quickly these lesions become isodense. So one of the reasons we always tell people when you're following up renal cell cancer to do arterial phase is most of the METs show up better, or only with arterial phase. METs to liver, METs to nodes, as well as METs to the pancreas. Another example. Look at this case. The patient has several lesions seen in the head of the pancreas. In this patient with renal cell carcinoma, left nephrectomy, And yes, you could think about a neuroendocrine tumor, but they're usually not multiple, but the missing kidney gives it away. There's the lesion, very nicely seen. And oh yes, by the way, there's a one centimeter or less lesion in the right kidney, okay, which is a secondary site of renal cell carcinoma. Again, pancreas, meds, and secondary site renal cell carcinoma. Another example, I mentioned METs can be multiple. Here's a beautiful example of multiple metastasis to the pancreas in the body as well as into the head. The lesions are vascular, they show well, they're multiple. Can you resect this? Well, I think that we have seen patients with extensive resection for multiple metastases. I have seen total pancreatectomies. Usually when lesions are less extensive, surgery is the ideal thing because we've seen many patients get surgery, have no other mets, and then do fine for many more years. In this case, they decided to treat the patient with chemo, but look at the extent of involvement. Indeed, very impressive. Mets of the pancreas, some other facts. CT appearance ranges from round or ovoid and well marginated to homogeneous and heterogeneous. Average tumor is 3.9 centimeters. Diffuse infiltration causes generalized enlargement of the gland and is more typical of breast and small cell lung cancer metastasis. Some pitfalls. Metastasis can look similar to adenocarcinoma or non functioning neuroendocrine tumors. Or occasion of pancreatitis. It can be a challenge. You need to at least consider that possibility. Concluding then, meds to the pancreas are not uncommon and are becoming more common in clinical practice and will become more common as patients live longer with various malignancies the there's no doubt that as patients live longer that you will see metastasis more frequently to the pancreas the CT appearance of metastatic disease may look similar to primary pancreatic masses and at times diagnosis can be very challenging clinical history of past malignancies is critical and may help provide you with the correct information and the right diagnosis and with that i thank you for your attention and i'll see you next time bye